A farmer's time is valuable. That's why Blaine's Farm and Fleet has made shopping for your must-haves quick and easy. Simply order online at farmandfleet.com and pick up your items in just one hour in their convenient drive-thru. Or try Farm and Fleet's same-day local delivery option. While the pandemic may be in the rearview mirror, organic farmers are still facing struggles. And 2023 is a key time for them to contact members of Congress and get their concerns heard with the upcoming Farm Bill. I'm Charity Seebecker from the Midwest Farm Report. Lori Stern, executive director of Marble Seed, says their farmers aren't getting a share of the price increases and are producing milk at a loss. 2022 saw an effort by lots of folks, lots of allied organizations of ours as well, contacting members of Congress to try to get some financial relief for dairy farmers. And so I think we're all still dealing with the same challenges. We think we're going to be done with this and have the pandemic and all of the associated challenges behind us. And it's just not proving to be the case. We're all seeing prices rise everywhere, but farmers aren't getting a share of those price increases either. So they continue to be producing milk basically at a loss. It costs more to produce than they're getting. What is happening in the organic dairy farming industry currently or just organic farming in general? And what trends are you seeing now that farmers are going to be having to look at going into the future of 2023? Part of this is looking at generally organic feed costs and some of the pressures that are happening there. I know that by and large, there's, you know, concern from organic producers, both dairy farmers and those that are producing feed, who we kind of see equally in our organization, super concerned about undercut markets from foreign grain coming into the country and the integrity and enforcement of organic as those imports are coming in. Because oftentimes when things are tight, folks will turn to a less expensive source for some of these seed grains. And there's concern with organic enforcement and grain coming in that is far cheaper, you know, whether questions about whether or not it's organic. So I know that's an ongoing concern that we're hearing from folks, again, both dairy, but also folks that are growing feed for those dairy operations. So I think by and large, there's a overwhelming desire to do as much as we can domestically. And I think that's just like we're seeing that with some of the USDA programs that are being rolled out, like the Organic Transition Initiative, which organizationally we've been a part of, the Climate Smart Agriculture and Forestry Partnership Program. So I think more and more what we're going to see as a trend is this desire to move to more domestically produced organic feed grains. That also then potentially can lead to more transparency in the pricing of those feed grains as well, so that farmers have a basis for understanding what their costs are and feeling like there's less pressure kind of from what's happening globally as well. And just the ongoing supply chain concerns that, again, we thought would be behind us. So there are those pieces. I know there's also, when we talk about, like, if we're talking about feed grain, too, this concern of you know, storage and infrastructure facility for organic. That's just something that has to be addressed. You know, we've got an entire agricultural system that's sort of been built up around non-organic systems. And we need that level of infrastructure for organic systems. And we're seeing that in lots of different sectors, including those that include livestock. You know, overall, we need to try and fix the challenges and get dairy farmers some financial relief. So hopefully that can happen now that Congress did go ahead and pass the 2023 spending bill. So we've got that. We're going into a farm bill to really start to think about, like, what are the challenges going forward and where do we need to be advocating for the future, but at least in the short term, um, for figuring out how to, how to do that. 
Speaking of the 2023 Farm Bill, what do you foresee or what do you think that the organic farming industry needs to have set or put into the Farm Bill to really benefit the future of that industry? Or what conversations are you guys having to help benefit? When I step back and I think about sort of the bigger picture patterns, what we need to look at is we all, I mean, it's, it's been amazing to see USDA recognize that organic agriculture is climate smart agriculture. And we have to recognize the fact that a lot of organic farms are small to medium sized producers. And that this kind of refrain that's been several years previous of kind of that get big or go out and consolidated food systems and all the things that we saw about the fragility of our food system because of the pandemic. I think there is just this renewed interest. So in addition to climate, but also because of wanting resilient food systems, recognizing that these kind of small, diverse operations actually are, are the key to a resilient food system and a key to like rural economic resilience as well. But the trick here is that a lot of the programs that are within the farm bill have really benefited kind of large monocrop operations that are not organic. And so when we think about some of the absolute climate-friendly practices, the diversity on these smaller to medium-sized farms, integrating livestock and row crops, the grazing that happens with organic dairy, that these kind of diverse practices aren't necessarily what's being compensated or resourced by farm bill programs. So conservation programs, crop insurance programs, the way farmers are able to access credit and capital for their farm operations don't necessarily fit kind of this diverse organic operation. And so we need to be looking at those programs and figure out how we can kind of put our money where our values are in terms of organic being climate smart, organic being the way forward for both, you know, healthy planet and healthy people. Also coming up is your guys' organic farming conference in February that's in La Crosse. Can you tell me more about that and how that conference is going to help continue to educate the importance of the industry. So the Organic Farming Conference in La Crosse, we're going into our 34th year of that conference, and it's the 23rd to the 25th of February. The 23rd has kind of full-day workshops. We call them our organic universities, and there's going to be some content on a lot of these kind of topics around adding rotations and markets for those rotations, grazing practices. So that's an opportunity to get full days of content. And then the two other days of the conference itself will also have a lot of these exact topics of concern. And there'll be a lot of opportunity to talk with folks from USDA in our exhibit hall, but also we're going to have time during the agenda on farm bill issues. We did some listening sessions on farm bill at the last organic conference, but this year, you know, now we're really coming into what is going to make it into the farm bill. So that's a part of our agenda this year as well to talk about those things and hear from farmers what's going to help them in the everyday. It's just so hard, you know, policy gets so extrapolated. Sometimes it's hard to believe it affects your everyday, but it definitely does. And then, of course, we've got a lot of content on production because that's why farmers gather is to kind of learn how to continuously improve their farming systems, which is what's so great about organic generally and organic farmers in particular is just that how do we continually get better? Kind of that interplay between conservation 
and ecosystem services and organic farming. So that's one of our keynotes. And then another keynote is going to be talking about consolidation in our food system and what kind of what is the next place that we need to go? How do we kind of take our food system back and have it more human scale and more localized? That was Marble Seed Executive Director Lori Stern. To learn more about their upcoming conference, go to marbleseed.org. From the Midwest Farm Report, I'm Charity Seebecker.